I'm Will McHenry, and joining us today on this Ponars Eurasia podcast is Hannah Chapman, Assistant Professor in the Department of Political Science at Miami University and a faculty associate at the Haverger Center for Russian and Post-Soviet Studies. Hannah, thank you so much for joining me for this Ponars Eurasia podcast. Thank you for having me. How does Russia see its role in the near abroad? Yeah, so a lot of my research looks at Russian media and Russia's influence in Central Asia specifically. And if we look at Russia's role in Central Asia broadly, we first have to understand that Russia sees this area as its natural sphere of influence. So they have a lot of the shared history together, um, both in the Soviet Union and in um, during the Russian Empire. Uh, Russian language is still widely spoken in the region. So my research shows that about 60% of people in Kyrgyzstan still speak Russian as one of their primary languages. And for a lot of the countries in this region, Russia continues to be an important, if not the single most important, economic and political partner. Um, so just today, uh, as we are recording, uh, Putin is in Kyrgyzstan talking about uh, increasing bilateral relationships with the country um, and talking about, uh, I think they're going to give about $30 million um, in aid to the country. So Russia is still inc incredibly important in the region. So Russia sees itself as having both a natural role in the region and it is invested in keeping other interests, primarily Western interests, out. To follow up on that, what is Russia's international media strategy in the region? So ever since the 2016 U.S. election, uh, there's been an increased interest in Russia's media strategy broadly. So in my research, I look at both Russia's media strategy domestically and in its neighboring countries to understand how, if at all, the media can influence support for Russia, its leaders, and its domestic institutions. And so Russia's media strategy differs a lot depending on what countries and areas you're looking at. But overall, we can say that Russia's international media arms have two main goals. So first, the Kremlin views its international media arm as being a way to defend its natural, uh, national interest, its foreign policy objectives, and national security strategies abroad, which is actually laid out in various official statements and which Russia's, Russian officials talk about quite extensively. Um, so Margarita Simeonin, who's the chief um, editor of RT, has actually at times compared RT as a weapon um, for information warfare to show how important uh, media is to Russia going forward in a globalized world. So Russia sees the media as a weapon um, and its struggle to become, according um, quote to quote Putin, a center of influence in today's world. Um, and also to provide a counterweight to what Russian officials see as U.S. and Western hegemony around the world. Hegemony which the Kremlin has accused as being explicitly Russophobic. So to boil down Russia's strategy, we can really look at two main points. First, their goal is to promote Russian perspective on a variety of issues from current events to domestic political institutions and foreign policy, so to show their version of the world. And second, their goal is to discredit and refute uh, Western perspective of the world. Great. Finally, are these strategies effective? Yeah, so that's the ultimate question, the question where I spend most of my time trying to understand. And I think it's one that we really have a lot farther to go until we have a satisfactory answer. Um, so I know you had Bob Ortung on the podcast last year. Uh, one of the points he made was that Russia's media's reach internationally actually isn't that big. And that's true on a global scale. But if we look at Russia's natural sphere of influence, so for example, in Central Asia, Russia actually is an extremely important media player in the region as a whole. 
So in my forthcoming uh, article on Russian media in Kyrgyzstan, I find that about 60% of our respondents actually watch Russian television on a daily basis. So this is second only to um, local um, television stations. And indeed, Russian state-led Channel 1, so Pervia Canal, those of you who are familiar with that, it's actually the second most watched TV channel in the country as a whole. But does the strategy actually work? Is all this time and resources that Russia puts into their media actually influence how people see the world? And my research shows that the answer to this is sort of which it's not the most satisfying answer, but that's the one we have for you right now. So the influence of media is going to be conditional on the topics that are covered, the actual issues that are being shown in the media. And so what I see is that media are more likely to sway opinion on issues that are far removed from the daily experiences of viewers' lives. So topics that they are not going to experience on a daily basis or be a part of their everyday life. I also see that it depends a lot on the individual. Both my research and others' research shows that media is most likely to sway individuals who are already primed to receive the message. So essentially those who already agree with the viewpoint. But it has little and perhaps even a negative influence for individuals who are less amenable to the message that they are receiving. And this is important to understand because if we're seeing such a limited and conditional impact of international media broadcasts in arguably one of the most favorable environments you can have, so Russian media is relatively uniform and Central Asia is a large and sympathetic audience in general, it throws into doubt what the influence is of international media in less favorable environments. So for example, Russian media in the United States. Uh, so what my research shows that perhaps the effects are not quite as obvious and blunt as we might expect, but rather requires a much more careful and nuanced consideration. Great. Fascinating. Hannah, thank you so much for joining me for this Bonars podcast. Thank you for having me.